0: Welcome to Riverdale After Dark, a podcast about the CW's Riverdale that is hunting you for sport in the woods. I'm Alex. And boy, do we
2: have a dark tale for you tonight, where a hero, the true hero Aww. of Riverdale, <laughs> finally steps forward oh and reveals God. himself. <laughs> I'm yourself. Justin.
0: I'm Pete. <laughs> and as mentioned, you're listening to Riverdale After Dark. We're talking about the season three finale Hoo-wee. of Riverdale, chapter 57, just like Heinz. It's doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Survive the night. It's all come down to this the, I mean, granted, of the three, but the craziest season of Riverdale so far. I don't yes. know about you guys. I think I've driven myself insane with theories over the course of this season. I was glad to see we were Completely wrong and off about many Many things but we glanced
2: on some Stuff yeah we touched on a couple of We touched on
0: a few things Uh, we got A little bit close but mostly we're Totally wrong yes all right Here we go big time recap A lot of stuff leading up to this Episode but really there are two Chains you need to know about the first Thing chains two chains First thing you need to know about is That there is an organization called The farm it is an evil cult led by a dude named Edgar Evernever who is harvesting people's organs. That's why it's called The Farm because they're farming organs. Yeah, it uh, made total sense. Yeah, From the
2: beginning, they're farming organs like most farms.
0: <laughs> I what actually, I went to bags, apple of bags of organs. I went to apple picking in a farm and they took uh, both of my kidneys, so yeah, it made sense to me. That's how you pay for yeah.
2: good apples. I got some good apples. There you go.
0: I can't drink anymore.
2: I, act, I <laughs> often bob for kidneys. Just oh, eliminate oh, the middleman. Oh, oh,
0: gross. <laughs> Check out the yeah. <laughs> that's the, it was your farm.
2: Yeah, that's 100% right. Thank you oh, for stopping man. by. Well, Thank anyway, you so minutes. there's this
0: organization called The Farm. They have encompassed about half of Riverdale, uh, most a lot of the main characters, including Alice Cooper, was one of the first people to sign up for The Farm. Uh, she had lost her son, Charles Smith, back when she was a kid uh, and claimed to be seeing him again through The Farm. Also included in the farm, uh, Betty Cooper stayed in there to hide from her father, Hal Cooper, who's a serial killer named the Black Hood, who had cut off his hand and gotten a hook for her hand and was chasing her around. Allegedly. We
3: didn't
2: know what was We're not quite sure. We didn't know what was happening with that
3: dude. Yeah. Because who cuts off their own hand? Dude, it was super clear. The creepy morgue guy told us. Well,
0: as we talked about on our Patreon Slack, it was a classic direct.
3: Yeah,
2: exactly. Not a
0: classic misdirection, but a classic
2: direct. direct. It was a classic regular herring.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Hal Cooper is the Black Hood, uh, cut off his hand, uh, chasing her around with a hook. We didn't know exactly why heading into this episode. So she was hiding out on the farm where she discovered the whole organ harvesting thing, got captured by Edgar Evernever, and was left on his operating table when we last left her. Other folks you probably know in the farm, Cheryl Blossom, gave the time for her girlfriend, Tony Topaz, to escape from the farm at potentially the cost of her own life, uh, stayed inside of the farm in a very romantic moment. Also there are Kevin Keller and Fangs, who are usually busy uh, kicking around the old hacky sack.
2: Yep, that's Um, (laughs) big reveal, uh, uh, the uh, chilling reveal of Kevin and Fangs. They are
0: also very into the farm, uh, to the point where Kevin gave up one of his kidneys uh, to be in the farm. Uh, And Polly Cooper, who doesn't actually show up this episode, but... Oddly. uh, Very strangely. uh, But Polly... Holly Cooper is also a part of the farm, and in fact, she was masquerading as Betty Cooper in a hypnotized vision that Edgar caused in order to... do some, I guess he was calling it, therapy. That we but know, tricking
2: he's... Betty into believing in the farm. Oh, right, you can, exactly. You can't fool Betty, man. Yes.
0: yes. Uh, and also we should mention that Cheryl got into the farm because she was seeing her brother, Jason Blossom. Now, last episode, Jughead Jones, who's been tracking down the other mystery, which is the Gargoyle King, an enormous stick monster who runs a role-playing game called Griffins and Gargoyles that's super evil, found out from Ethel Muggs that the Gargoyle King is Jason Blossom, which seems impossible because Jason Blossom was killed in the very First episode of Riverdale to the point where Jughead Jones went and dug up the coffin of Jason Blossom, only to find it at the end of last episode completely empty. That's pretty messed. up. No
2: bones. Who has the time to go grave digging?
0: Yeah, the only person who got their bones this episode was Archie. That's true. Wait, he no, he still doesn't have his bones.
2: No, he never got his. He never got his
0: bones. Nobody got any bones. No one got any bones. No bones. Uh, where were we? Okay, so that's Griffins and Gargoyles. Uh, also, we should mention that there was a previous Gargoyle King. We don't know, we still don't exactly know who the Gargoyle King is going into this episode, though the suspicion is somehow it's Jason Blossom. Uh, there was another Gargoyle, Gargoyle King back in 1992 in the days of the Midnight Club, which was, as far as we know, the first Griffins and Gargoyles game that happened in Riverdale. Most of the parents' generation played it, and somebody, specifically Principal featherhead died when he drank out of a poison chalice because he wandered into the girls room, saw some drinks there, and decided to partake as one does.
2: Don't wander into the girls room, principals.
0: Yeah. a. Yeah, b. If you see some cups full of juice there, don't Let just him drink them. Don't drink Let them be. Yeah. So uh, that's another little mystery that's been going on there. Uh, and oh, we should jump over to Veronica and Archie. Now Archie has been running a boxing club. Uh-huh. Uh And Veronica put her father, Hiram, away in jail last episode. So they were finally triumphant. Uh, They finally beat Hiram, threw him in jail, and we never saw or heard from him ever again.
2: And he rested in peace in his own jail that he built. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. A couple other characters you probably know about. Uh, Penelope Blossom is Cheryl Blossom's mother. She was revealed earlier this season to be the Red Dahlia. The Red Dahlia, not the Black Dahlia, Red. right? Yeah, Red. Black Dahlia is the real life one. Red yep. Dahlia is the Riverdale yeah, one. Yeah,
2: don't talk about that one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, that one's actually bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, The Red Dahlia who killed men for fun. Betty was a little uncomfortable with that, but also kind of cool with it. She had an affair with Hal Cooper last season and running through this season where he was Hannibal lecturing it up in a jail. Mm. So they have a little bit of connection there. She also Ran a club called the Maple Club, which is a BDSM club. Uh, and a Maple Club matchbook was found in the mouth of Baby Teeth, one of the boxers at Archie's gym, who formerly was a con at the prison that Archie was in when he uh, was sent there erroneously for murder. Then he escaped, got killed by a bear, came back to life, and uh, yeah, that's all kind of an And know importantly,
2: about ironically, Baby Teeth had regular sized teeth. <laughs> yeah. Which was a big reveal a couple episodes back.
0: That was huge. And it definitely comes back this episode, so hold Yeah, on where, as
2: you. we notice everyone has regular-sized teeth.
0: Right. Everybody, it was crazy to me, I mean, not to jump right to the plot, but it was crazy to me that they spent 10 solid minutes where everybody just kept flashing their teeth at each other. Yeah. That's, like, called what's
2: That's called smiling, Alex. <laughs> 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 not familiar, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, you should check it out. It's nice. Huh. <laughs> Other people no, do things. Overrated. It's overrated.
0: Over over to Frown Town for me. That's what I always say. <laughs>
2: um, FP is Jughead's dad. He is the sheriff, even though he is a, a criminal. Was a criminal for a long time. Sure, uh, not
0: actually important for this episode, though.
2: Uh, that comes up a little bit. Sure, it's funny how the Jones storyline really. Wasn't part of this.
0: Right. Uh, Also, we should mention there's a couple of gangs in town. There's the Southside Serpents, who are led by Jughead Jones. Uh, They have been kind of warring, kind of teaming up with the Pretty Poisons, which is an all-girl gang, which is either, depending on who you ask, led by Cheryl Blossom or Tony Topaz. Uh, And Cheryl has been training them as archers. Yep. Uh, And there's a third gang called the Gargoyle Gang, who work for the Gargoyle King. They wear gargoyle masks, and they're bad.
2: Uh, we should also mention mention a character named Chick, uh, one of the more important <laughs> oh, characters. Oh, sure. Uh, the hero
0: of Riverdale. The true hero oh, of Riverdale. Don't you start who with we,
2: this uh, shit. We lost, he had been pretending, masquerading to be um, Betty's brother, uh, who had, th- th- they had lost Charles and had uh, ran out of, uh, into the forest and been chased assumed, by the gargoyle, no, or by the Black Black Hood. Hood. Yeah. We
3: assumed Black Hood killed him. But he didn't. Yes. Uh, and in,
2: one,
0: in fact, uh, just to mention, nobody assumed he killed him.
2: Yeah. Nobody did that. De- yeah. Definitely not Alex and I. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> we've been saying his name like a too much
3: fucking too much show. Uh, uh, but well, I, it really paid I off. I think finally. we
2: learned a lesson, Pete, about believing your friends. Yeah. On that specific point, and not the other ones that we said. Sure,
0: I think that's probably enough recap. I'm sure we'll get into more.
2: Just one more thing. Uh, yeah. Veronica uh, is with was with Reggie at the end of uh, last sure. episode, and Archie was sad about that. And Betty is for some reason with Jughead. Stop uh, that! don't hey, no <laughs> right. hey, right. no, like, Come on.
0: At the beginning of this oh, episode, you're an <laughs> don't worry, she's without him by the end of the episode. <laughs>
2: yeah, true, <laughs> uh,
0: true fact. Oh boy. Uh,
2: shall we kick into this? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Let's get into it. This. So much to talk about. That's the precap and the recap. Now let's do the second recap, which is the episode. (laughs) Boy, what fun this was. Uh, We kick it off with Tony and uh, Mrs. Blossom, uh, Penelope Blossom and there. It seems like she's fine. She's a friend.
3: Yeah. Penelope. Oh, really? You think she
0: was a friend? Yeah. I just want to mention, I like how quickly we got to it this episode. Me too. They did just, not waste a lot of time. We didn't have to wait so 30 much minutes for the gargoyle to. reveal or anything no. like that. Uh, but immediately, as you mentioned, we pick up with Tony, who's escaped from the farm. Talking to Penelope is like, oh, they're doing organ, harvest, organ harvesting. Penelope is like, oh, is that what they're doing? Has drugged Toadie's tea. She falls unconscious. Penelope goes to the farm, tells Edgar she does not care about what he's doing at the farm and would like to buy organs in bulk. Oh, yeah, buy. in
2: bulk. and Which was very weird. I mean, so that revealed that the farm uh, and the Gargoyle King gang were not connected. Right. right. Which, ah, very odd.
0: Which is kind of crazy to me. Yes. They were still both using the word ascension. They're both using the word ascension. There's been other indicators throughout the season that maybe they were connected. Plus, they seem to be the two overall mysteries. But I think I think what I read from this now, is, and we talked about this on previous podcasts, but the farm has been teased for a while, all the way back to season one. Yep. Polly and Jason were heading to the farm for safety. Uh, then in season two, Polly and Alice joined the farm towards the end of the season. So it seems to me that the farm is kind of the uber big bad. It's something that's always going to be behind the scenes. Maybe not as prominent as it is mm-hmm. this season. Um, but yeah, I, I was certainly surprised there was no connection there. But I think yeah. ultimately that's what's going on.
2: Yeah, I was fine with it, except I thought it was odd that they both used the same terminology for right. their f- bad deeds.
0: <laughs> There's still a possibility of a connection down the line, right? One thing that Riverdale did very nicely this season is they didn't let anything go to waste. They kept going back to little bits that you thought you'd forgotten here and there. Yeah. So uh, things like last episode, we found out that Betty Cooper supposedly has the serial killer gene they yeah. don't mention it at all, this episode. I'm sure that's something that will come up later on, maybe yeah. next season, maybe the season Let's after. Same thing with the farm.
2: I love the moment where Penelope uh, walks in and Edgar's literally about to put a hole in Betty's head. <laughs> yeah, and just like, oh, I guessed. Yeah. I'll come back to my uh, murder plan in a second.
3: Yeah. It was really upsetting that instead of Jughead checking in with Betty, he was just, he met with his dad at Pop's like, oh, you know, we got to talk things out. Betty's not answering his phone. Her phone, it was just driving me crazy. He should have been going. He should have just gone directly to the farm. Yes. He knew that's where Betty was.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Wasn't she trying to escape, though?
2: And also, he didn't know she was in trouble necessarily. Right. She's sort of undercover. He can't just show up and be like, hey, uh, quick Jughead here, mystery solver and crime. Uh, yeah. I mean, I
0: understand what you're saying. Emotionally, you want to see her, him rescuing her. You want to see him rushing in there and taking her out. But I also understand why, given all season long, they've trusted each other to take care of each other's problems. Right. That he assumed when they last left it, I'm getting this evidence and I'm getting out of there. So he uh, probably assumed, well, I don't know where she is. So I could rush into the farm, end up in trouble myself.
2: But I also think that what you're saying... Betty and Jughead have been so like separate. I you don't yeah. feel I don't feel the chemistry between them. Oh fuck them. you! And I mean this. I mean I know I uh, am beating the uh, yep. the barchi drum a lot, but a lot. Uh, I also think though that truly in this season, Betty and Jughead check in with each other like coworkers. But you don't see Dude, like no.
3: when she asked him to prom, it was fucking magical. That you was asshole. a sweet
2: moment. But in this episode, it feels like Jughead's like she's dealing with her stuff. I'm dealing with mine. We'll catch Guys, up.
3: There's so much happening. There's no. Sometimes there is. In time, all right. They're busy constantly saving the fucking town of Riverdale from madness. There's so much anarchy going on all the time. They don't always. That's have time. true.
2: But later in this episode, when poison is running through Veronica's veins, close to death, she takes the time to get back together with Archie.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> well, but that's also that's very Veronica and Archie. Yeah, their focus is more relationship based than Betty and Jughead. Yeah, that's. Who I think are that's very passion are very oh, happy you, with each other, very constant with each other. but constant. Yeah, constant. But they don't need to have a relationship check-in. Like, if Jughead pulled Betty aside in the middle of being hunted for their lives and it was like... Just real quick, we haven't been together a whole lot this year, and I'm pretty upset about that. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, exactly.
2: Right, it doesn't seem like a very uh, Jughead move to do, but I would also say that points to the nature of their relationship. No, I disagree, because, again,
0: if you're going to compare it to Archie and Veronica, if that scene had been like Archie and Veronica get back together, they kiss, and then they start having sex on the tree, I'd be like, yeah, that's consistent. That's fine. That's what they do. Even though it makes no sense in that moment, that's fine. But Betty and C- Jughead are very focused on saving everybody, solving the thing. And then when there is downtime, they're there for each other. Oh, yeah. cool.
2: Well, I dare you to say that to a significant person in your <laughs> life. Like, hey, I'll be with you when we have downtime. Yeah. Okay, but cool. So that's what you're saying is a normal are, thing to say. That is a both normal, healthy... Are in
3: agreement with yeah. their relationship. That's how they it's work. It's a downtime Don't relationship. Don't doubt how they work. They just work.
2: I'm just saying... It, it, these teenage relationships that we spend all of this time talking about, it feels like they're in a retirement.
0: All I'm saying is check out my new sitcom, Downtime, coming to ABC (laughs) this fall.
2: Cool. I can't wait. It sounds hot. (laughs) It's not. Uh, So So, um, moving on... this woman at the Maple Club knows... Jay- she reveals that she knows Jason Blossom. Right. Yes. So, so
0: we still think it's Jason Blossom. At this point, it definitely yeah. seems suspicious if both Ethel, who hasn't necessarily been trustworthy, though personally I do trust her, I think. Well, that's uh, nice. Thank that's you. Nice. Thank you very much. Uh, this lady independently confirming it certainly seems to point to it, yeah. yes, being Jason Blossom. Um, and then...
2: Uh, so then, um, well, a couple just small scenes... Uh, the lodges, uh, they get all the property. Verona gets all the property from Hiram, so um, Archie yeah. can have his gym. Everything's going great for them uh, until his mom's like, "Hey, what is up with your romance? Because it seems <laughs> fucked up." And Archie's like, "Rain cloud." Yeah,
0: I mean, Molly Ringwald, calm it down. Uh, yeah. There are other things to talk about. She is super into that relationship. She, well, well, she like, just Chilla. wants her,
3: you know, son. Dad, you know, you know, if he really loves somebody, he wants. Him to go after it, to chase it. Yeah. I I think
0: if I was Archie's mom, I'd be like, Archie, go back to the hospital right now. You have the shit beat out of you. Rather than be like, what's going on with your girlfriend? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And have you taken the SATs yet, for God's sakes? Yeah.
0: Are you going to high school? What's going on with you?
2: Yeah. Uh, And then we in a very quick turnaround are into the wild sort of a climactic plot of the season. The uh, Archie and the gang get, have gifts. Um, they check them out and all of a sudden Betty uh, passed out in the farm wakes up at Blossom Mansion. Oh man. In a so d-
3: happy to see her
2: alive. In a dress and then all the other uh, Archie, Jughead and Veronica are just there. Yeah. Now b-
0: before we get into this though do we want to talk through the farm storyline because it's, sure. it's almost side and it's a little shorter to everything that's going yes, on that's in the main bulk of the yeah. storyline. Uh, so over the the farm, the main storyline focuses on Cheryl and Alice. They're running two things at the same time. Cheryl is trying to get free. She's trying to convince Fangs and Kevin that the farm is evil. Um, I thought the sequence was fun, mostly because she goes in and she's like, look at this glass that Betty found, and there's nothing there, which yeah. Cheryl is not the investigator, right? Yeah. So that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. That worked for me.
2: And she, I like she's like, what? <laughs> like, she's just very... Yeah, it's like anti-Betty.
0: Yeah. I also enjoyed the staginess of, like, look at this thing behind me. I'm not turning my head to look at it. It's yeah. definitely behind me right now. Yeah. Uh, so she uh, is not able to convince Kevin and Fanks, Uh so she runs off trying to look for clues, trying to find these organs, and instead... Finds something else inside that hypnotist room, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, as she sees something in a wheelchair that and we don't screams. find out about later and screams. Meanwhile, Alice is trying to find out what exactly is going on with Edgar, if yeah. the rumors are true that they've been harvesting organs. I love that line.
2: He's like, he basically says, I haven't been fully truthful about my organ harvesting program at the farm. <laughs> He's like, very like, oh, and she's sort of on board. Well, still. what's and great,
3: was, no, what's great is you get a sense here that Alice isn't. Completely on board with the farm for the first time.
2: Yeah. Uh, Uh,
0: I'll tell you actually, watching that through that scene through for the second time, it worked a lot better for me because it cuts off before Edgar actually says anything incriminating. And once we find out what we find out at the end about Alice it makes a little more sense why it's structured that way. Right.
2: Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and Edgar has just had Jason's bone, Jason Blossom's bones just hanging around at the uh, farm.
0: Yeah, Cheryl runs in and he yells at him and screams at him, and he explains, oh, it was there for your therapy. Totally reasonable excuse, I yeah. think. And I'm back on board the Edgar train. I've oh, dug,
2: my God. I've dug up some bones yeah. just to be like, to prove a point. <laughs> yeah. It's
3: ridiculous. No. Oh, wait, are you not on no the farm? no. Cheryl is completely in the right. Yeah. I, what well, kind of
2: therapy are you doing? Are you doing yeah. any sort of like aggressive dead body?
3: I do the therapy where you like beat the shit out of like pillows and different ab- objects and just like trash rooms. Oh, and man. you got to try fire.
2: bone therapy. Yeah, you got to try bone, bone therapy. No, oh, I would never do bone. We dig up some bones. Your uh, therapy is just as extreme as it's shown in this television show. <laughs> That's not true. Um, and then Edgar announces that they're
0: ascending tonight. And it's a different ascension than the Cargill King. Yes, totally <laughs> unrelated ascension. Uh, and uh, Cheryl, ascension is a Cheryl is in her room. The door opens up. Alice comes in with the second baby. I want to say Juniper because Juniper. Dad, Dad, Dagwood was stolen and named Jason too.
2: That is correct. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my real life daughter is named Juniper.
0: Also. Uh, how do you feel about that?
2: Weird. <laughs> 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 I feel like I'm almost a character in this show. Oh. Wow. Or I make the same choices, which makes me feel crazy.
0: Yeah. Did you pick up your daughter when they picked up Juniper on the show?
2: Yeah, I always act out the
0: show as I'm watching it. Yeah. I should also mention those babies have been babies for like at least
3: two years at this point.
2: Yeah, a while. Well, when you float, it sort of keeps you young. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
3: They all float down here. Floating babies don't age like regular babies. Did we?
0: Can we stop on that
3: for a moment? We didn't really address the floating babies thing, right? Pete, you're a I, resident floating babies yeah. expert. How do
0: you feel about that?
3: Yeah, it, it's one of those things where you said, yeah, they did a lot of good job of, they reminded us of the floating babies, but we still have no idea what floating babies mean. They
2: reminded you because you saw the regular baby, not floating. No, no, we,
0: a couple of episodes back Betty when Betty was, was going to be taken in by the farm. See, yeah, she saw a, a vision of the floating babies. Yeah.
2: I think it was a nod to, I think Betty was was had been hypnotized. I think it was, uh, maybe it was a nod mm. to what the farm, no, the way the farm. No, they're going to pay
3: that off, man. You no, can't the have floating babies and never address it. They weren't actually floating. And that was you, that was a vision. Weren't. That
2: was a vision that she had as she was passing out.
3: No, she looked over, saw the floating babies, and then passed out. I mean, the seizures could be uh, tying back... The explanation for that could be... um, There's no side effect of a seizure that says you see floating babies. There was the
0: runoff from making fizzle rocks into the river, which we established
3: in the Noir
0: episode. Mm -hmm. And so I think the implication is she had that
3: seizure and that vision because of that. Yeah. You can't... Okay, fine. Maybe the first time, I'm still not going to give it to you. But the second time we see floating babies... You can't
0: Oh, the second time floating babies, I think she was just remembering that. She was can't. remembering that as like the creepy thing and that's
3: what yeah. broke her out of the trance of joining the farm the first time. We've got to get a floating babies payoff. You can't keep talking about floating babies and never address it. You should read my floating babies explainer. Floating babies explained what was up with the floating babies on Riverdale. I mean, you've been saying it, and I'm still not hearing you. So fuck you <laughs> and that bullshit. Wow,
2: okay, well, stay tuned next season 4, the floating baby season. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be all floating babies. <laughs> Now, let's jump back to the main story, uh, I think, and save the end reveals for the end.
0: Uh, Well, we should mention that Alice hands... uh, We didn't finish off the baby. Yeah, we got distracted by a real baby. Uh, So Alice hands Juniper to Cheryl, takes her to the exit that had since been boarded up, but uh, Edgar reopened and tells her to run back to Thornhill, run to safety, uh, take the baby, get out of there. She'll take care of herself. She can't leave because Polly is still there, is what she says. Uh, And... So Cheryl runs back to Thorhill. We'll loop back that that in a second, yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll get to the end reveals later.
2: Uh so uh back in uh the Blossom Mansion everyone's uh sitting around the table everyone's like it's weird that we're oh, all here together man. and Penelope seems bad the Black Hook and uh, Gargoyle King just walk out right. oh. like uh, like a miss
0: universe pageant This is the first time we've seen the Gargoyle King walk right Yeah, Exactly yeah. he's Which always was been kind more of a hilarious. still dude
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It I did
0: like him kind of wobbling back and forth Yeah it was a tough too
2: costume too. Uh, I love, uh, we reveal that uh, the Black Hook is Hal, so shouts to Pete, yeah, you nailed yeah. that.
3: And you kept trying to say it was Chick because the fucking stuntman was... Again, I thought it was a classic misdirect, but it's a classic direct. It's a yeah.
2: direct. And then I love Penelope's like, Jughead, you want to guess? Yeah, <laughs> it was, was like such a thing to do. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, hey, was. fans, last chance to uh, think yeah, about yeah. this.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. what did you think? I was did so you, angry with the review. In that moment, did you guess it?
2: Uh I I didn't but I wasn't I wasn't trying to. I was like, okay. oh it's coming right now. I just want to see it. But um yeah, did you guess?
0: I mean, honestly, I was going back and forth the entire time. I convinced myself that it really was 50-50. Like, sure, maybe it was Jason somehow, but it definitely felt in that moment that they're indicating Jason so hard that it has to be somebody
3: else. Yeah. But, but also probably chick in that case. Like you guys had talked about like the the whole Jason Blossom thing dying was such an important part to get this whole season, this whole show going into crazy town that they couldn't kind of take that back. And yeah. also, uh, as someone pointed out on our Slack channel, we saw Jason Blossom's, you know, had that had a bullet in it, you know, so like yeah. you yeah. can't. I think that was me. I pointed that out. Yeah. No, no. It was okay, sorry. cool, Alex.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> taking credit for everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's actually nobody else in the Slack channel. It's just me.
2: Yeah, it's all a bunch posting of uh, under Alex bunch bots. Of sock fucking yeah. counts Yeah, just like That's Alex's Twitter. Creepy. Alex's yeah. Twitter is. Dude, uh, his
3: minions, all just like bots that he created. Alex bots. Yeah. All day just tweeting at himself. <laughs> I'm really busy yeah, yeah, creating so all these bots. I believe it's your
2: job. <laughs> yep. Uh, and we reveal that Chick is the Gargoyle King.
0: With red Jason Blossom hair. hair. Yeah. Thing I loved about this scene, he didn't say a word. Like, I it's agree. So funny, him not talking the same way. Jason Blossom has not said a single word on the show. Yeah, that was great. I was even a little bubbed when he said one sentence later on, uh, but I get why they layered it in there. Had
2: him talk. Yeah, yeah had he him is talk a character. <laughs> uh,
0: but it was great. So we find out at the dinner that everything that has happened in the entire series has been because of Penelope Blossom. Essentially, yeah. uh, that she was mad... That Jason Blossom was murdered, right? As you would, as you would be. But she was even more mad that people didn't say, "I feel bad for you enough," that they didn't offer enough condolences. Yeah. So she decided to punish the entire town because of that, and brought the core four there in order to punish them in specific because they are the sons and daughters of the main families, the founding families of the town.
2: And it's interesting; she's using the same language that Hal used last season—that they're sinners, and the town yeah. must, must be like eradicated. But basically.
0: as we also find out. The, she worked with Hal. As soon as we yeah. saw them, which was about halfway through season two, having an affair, what she was doing was she was pushing out his Black Hood nature. Yeah, she was grooming ma- him. To grooming him, the making him go even farther. And the implication, because they show the murder of Grundy, is that she was doing it even sooner than that. Like, yeah. the affair didn't really start there. It seems like it started even earlier.
2: Yeah. And I like this. It's a little bit of retcon going back Absolutely. to the series, but I, I think it's cool. It helps make it all be one thing, which I yeah. think is what the show is. Right. The show is this town that's like went fully off the rails when this one event happened. And they've emphasized that event so much right from the start as, like, this is the, was the start of something that's going to change our lives. And not come to find out, it truly is. The, rim, the ripples of that we're still seeing.
3: I was a little surprised, though, that when, like, she's doing her villain monologue and so proud of herself and gathered all these people here, that she didn't also have Cheryl at the table just to be, like... Fuck you, daughter. You know what I mean. Like I'm the mastermind.
2: It is weird that she she's not wondering what Cheryl's up to. Yeah, right. She's like, oh, well, but she's
0: never really cared. No, that's she hasn't. true. I mean, heartbreaking. I mean, she keeps true. going back and forth. She either cares a lot about Cheryl or cares nothing about
3: Cheryl. I don't think she yeah. cares at all about Cheryl. I,
0: I think in this episode, at least, I was okay with it because she was, as Nata Rose plugs later on, she's been working on this for weeks, if yeah, not months, to set up this wild hunt. Yeah. Uh, so. To me, that made sense. She was focusing. It was this plan. It was supposed to be, aha, we have the Coopers and the Andrews and the Jones uh, and the Lodges. We have all of these families together. The Blossoms... Cheryl, for better or for worse, is part of the Blossom family, so I don't think that counts in the same way. And Cheryl was there, obviously, mourning Jason the entire time, so I don't think she would lump Cheryl in on that. As a sinner, yeah. Yeah.
2: It is interesting, so she uh, started this, she uh, gave the game to the original uh, at the Midnight Club, she... Killed Featherhead right. uh, in like had already just had developed was developing a taste for murder right out of the gate right because this town had the seeds of sin
0: yeah I think it would have been interesting given the Red Dahlia stuff if we found out something bad about Principal Featherhead in particular yeah so it would have made a more a little more sense why she led him to his death rather than he did an upsey you
2: know yeah you wanted to see uh, that be like some she was killing someone that deserved it or somehow like she stumbled into it and then was like fuck this is important and then that became her whole li- her whole life doing what she did in this episode.
0: Yeah. The other thing that I love uh is so we find out a chick survived because he and Hal Cooper had a kinship of murder, yeah, which they, I wonder, how, how did that happen? Yeah, was like, that, what was
2: that conversation
0: like? Yeah, as they're running, Chick was like, uh, by the way, I killed a guy named Charles yeah. Smith. Don't worry about it. Hey, hey, you seem to like murder. I like murder,
3: too.
2: Let's talk for one, one second before yeah, no, you I'm come No, I'm going to chop you. No,
0: really, listen to this. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of people that I've killed. I killed yeah. a drifter as well. There's well, a drifter th- that came in. I just think it was one of those it.
3: things where Hal Cooper was going to kill Chick, and then he realized, oh, this guy is a madman like me. And you know, maybe I had a moment. How do there. you test that? Do you just look in somebody's you eyes? You can tell you can tell by the crazy in somebody's eyes. Yeah, if their they're eyes right. are
2: going in weird weird circles or have X's in them, they're crazy. You uh, can that's as- cartoons. Well, uh, how's that different from reality? I don't know. Yeah, I understand. Uh, haven't you walked off the edge of a building? Let me, and let me, not me ask you guys. Dead? The other day,
0: actually, I painted a big black spot on the side of a wall, and I was going to walk through it, and then a railroad flattened me. Oh, oh wow. close was call. Pretty messed
3: up. Uh, let me ask you guys if the character that you hated most in this series came back uh, during that series, would it bother you at all, or, or would you just uh, continue watching the rest Are of the Are you trying show? to say you
2: hated Chick the most?
3: Uh, yeah. yeah. Out
2: of
0: all the characters? Yeah. But didn't you enjoy getting to, see,
3: getting to see him knocked in the head then? I enjoyed when he left the show. I thought he was done and over with. But he's the bad guy here, so that's cool, right? So that helped you root
0: for your heroes even harder. No. Uh, I think he was just running this entire time trying to gain enough speed to whip back. He was doing a slingshot maneuver. Oh,
2: no, yeah? Yeah. Like, to go back in time? Like yeah, Like the Flash? <laughs> yeah, like
3: the Flash.
2: Okay. he had to get up to 88 <laughs> miles an hour? Do you people
3: with red hair can just run fast? Yeah, yeah dude. Okay. Yeah,
2: they are faster, because their yeah. hair is like fire. Yeah. <laughs> they got to run fast. And they got to run fast.
3: Otherwise, their whole body will be out. Uh, All right, cool. I was pissed and almost turned off the show. Really? Yeah. At, because at that chick point, came just, because just because chick, chick showed, showed up? Came back, yeah. Even though he was the was was... goddamn gargoyle king. Right. As,
0: the, as in the most evil being on the show, other than, I guess, Penelope now.
2: Yeah. Yep. It is going to be crazy next season when Chick comes back as just one of the gang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. When Chick starts dating oh, Betty or something. Because he got hit
0: with that boat, he'll be like, hey, I don't I'm, remember anything I'm now. good now. Uh, I'm the hero. And let River me gang. be
2: honest. The Archie gang has no problem trusting someone that makes a mistake. And that's all Chick did is make yeah, a couple little Yeah, that's what the show mistakes. is really about. Yeah. Okay, picking, being, up, yeah. picking up your second. stick suit and giving yourself a second chance. <laughs> oh, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
0: That's why Archie made that halfway house. We're never Chick's going to show chick chick up. Again. Oh, prediction. Chick is going to show up at the halfway house, and Archie's going to be like, come on, Redden.
2: Yeah. Hey, you're a little guy with red hair. I bet you're going to be good at boxing.
0: <laughs> I'll trade you little guy. <laughs> uh, so they have this dinner where everything gets laid out. We find everything uh, was connected. Also, we should mention Chick. The reason he has red hair is because, essentially, he's Jason Blossom in Penelope's mind now.
2: Penelope made him into Jason Blossom. Right. So which-
0: just to mention, Penelope now has two... Jason Blossom. She has Chick, who's Jason Blossom, and the baby she stole,
3: which is also Jason Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> which is a lot of Jason Blossoms. Like, I Do mean, you too want much. to have a
0: backup. You <laughs> want to have sure. an insurance. Do you right. also think it's that, like that your was... like data on your computer.
3: That yeah. was the Jason Blossom that uh, Cheryl was seeing when she would do the therapy? No. No. That Jason Blossom was the dead Jason Blossom.
2: That's sad.
0: Yeah.
3: That was the bones, not
0: even the bones, but the actual body that Edgar dug up. And then stuck in that So wheelchair. she was talking to that dead body? Yes. Oh. That's clearly Edgar hypnotized her the same way that he hypnotized Betty into seeing Polly as Betty. So he's not creating beings out of thin air. He's essentially giving hints and using hypnosis to push the brain to think they're seeing things that they're not seeing.
3: Yeah. Uh, and I don't like case, how much you know about this.
0: Um, no, I got a chamber back of my house no, if you want to come back. I don't. I'll show you, you should you
2: by. You can meet anybody from the past uh, that you yeah. want to check
0: out. Abraham Lincoln. Babe Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God.
3: God. What just <laughs> happened? Uh,
2: so the gang is all dressed up. Now, this is the real prom. Yeah. This is the <laughs> prom we've all uh, been yeah. waiting for.
3: That's the prom we've all wanted.
2: They have to survive the night, run into the woods, and that's what they do.
3: Now, did it drive anybody else crazy that they didn't just immediately try to fight... Uh, you know, Penelope Blossom, right there. Instead no. of doing the, the fucking, the stupid- Gargoyle
2: Gang was there. They had sniper. They could have been shot and killed if they disobeyed the rules. And also, right. it's a show where this is what's happening. So get on board.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> don't, start, don't start
2: blowing, bringing reality into this show now.
3: Yeah, you all what, what kind of
0: show would you have watched if they were like, no thanks.
3: <laughs> yeah. I would have loved that. I would have yeah. stood up on my chair and just started <laughs> clapping and being like, I love this show. Wow. And then thirty solid minutes some drinking milkshakes and just hanging out.
2: I we got really plenty of milkshake it. in this episode later on. So Archie has to fight his greatest enemy, a bear. A bear.
0: <laughs> I cannot believe this.
2: It, I cannot believe wild. that we
0: you spent knew. all seasons. You I, loved it. I, I loved it. I loved it because there's an enormous dude dressed as a bear who's kicking the shit out of Archie. The fight was great. I loved yep. how this was filled. To it was really him. well
2: filled. Oh, my God. So good.
0: Well, this is an episode is directed by Rachel Talalay, who's directed a couple of episodes of Riverdale. Um, she's also very well known for directing Doctor Who and a bunch of other genre mm. things. She's great. She's one of my favorite TV directors, and she did an excellent job with this episode.
2: Yeah. Uh... Really but, great. But
0: just the bear thing. We spent all season making fun of the bear and they actually brought it back and I love that move. Yeah. Did no, they
3: pay it. off the stupid bear shit from the beginning? It's
0: fantastic. It's yeah. it's so good. I love one of the things that I love about Riverdale is owning these ridiculous things that they do. Yes, just doubling down on them as hard as possible and then making them work.
2: I feel like it's the only like shows don't do that and this show does it. Time and time again. And this episode was a great example of just doubling down on that shit. And I love there's like, uh, I've been fighting all year. And he turns to them and like, don't forget, I fought a real bear. <laughs> and I was like, what a weird brag. And they're all like, oh, yeah, I did forget that.
0: Yeah. Well, there's so many things in this episode. This is jumping to the end. But uh, when Archie is telling them... Uh, listen. Let's forget about all this stuff. Let's move on. Uh, no more murder. Yeah, no more, yeah, uh, more crime, crime. No more goblins or anything like that. And Jughead's like gargoyles, and Archie's like, all right, <laughs> because he wasn't part of that storyline at all. I
2: love that was my one of my favorite moments of this whole episode because that they're a they're moment. laughing at how crazy the show is
0: in that moment Fantastic! they're
2: truly serious, They're being like you believe this shit that we have <laughs> to deal with which is the same thing that we as viewers are doing I thought that was so funny and so good. The, just the right amount of meta that yes. is so hard to pull off I yeah, feel like I,
0: I know we've definitely jumped to the end here but my absolute favorite line of the episode was when they reveal a thing they reveal about Alice and Veronica is like oh that tracks yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's like I don't know I don't know if it does Veronica but I love that you said it
2: it's like the show had a little bit of senior writing. Us at the end of it, or they're like, you know what? That's fine. We gotta go. We gotta get out of here.
0: <laughs> gotta wrap this up.
2: Uh, Archie Jane the
0: Virgin is on. Come on, yeah, yeah, it's
2: go time. Archie wins the fight pretty handily. Uh, puts that dude down. and They move on to the second challenge, which is spin the bottle um, of oh, death. Yeah. Flashback to season one.
0: Flashback to season one. Uh, now, I'll mention I talked to Roberto oger for work, and he had an interesting note about this that I did not pick up while I was watching the episode. It does throw back to Spin the Bottle from the first episode, but it's also because Veronica was running gambling
2: in, uh, in Le Bon so Nuit. that's her sin.
0: Yeah, exactly. So this is an amped up version of it. It's russian roulette. Oh, that's That's why awesome. they chose that. Oh, that's which great. Which I thought was a nice note. And an, to me, at least, justified that. A lot so then,
2: Slay backtrack was Archie's sin bear.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, it was it was the thing that he was most horrified by. It was the thing he was ah, most scared his by. Fear. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, so I wasn't quite understanding what was happening at the top. I thought there was so there was one chalice that was poison. I thought they just had to each drink one.
3: Yeah. Right. The fact that they kept doing, I was, I was like, like oh, that's not. Yeah, how Russian You guys roulette works. Stop.
2: If yeah. Russia roulette worked that way, one person would die every time.
3: Yeah. Is that?
0: Don't you go until there's one, uh, one left? Uh, yeah.
2: You would go where you don't have to die. It's just the fact that you're willing to take the risk.
0: Right. But there's one bullet in there. Yeah. There's one bullet in the six chambers. And you go back and forth five times until there's one bullet left.
2: Yeah, but the odds of that are very low.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why sometimes one person dies on the first one. One person dies on the second one. Yeah. That's what you're playing with. Right. Uh and so that's why they get to the last one and they're like great we did it and then yep. they're like no you have to drink all of them surprise they were all poisoned.
2: Yeah, which I thought was great. I love how uh, Veronica uh, steals Betty's chalice says I love you oh, to her. That it was was a great, such
3: a badass moment.
2: Great moment between yeah. Betty and Veronica. Yeah. Like honestly their relationship also... is so strong stronger than Bughead. And I really think <laughs> All right. All right. No, but
3: it was <laughs> More a nerve nice... passion. Shut up. There there was that really beautiful like What's Veronica's most powerful? And the fact that they both knew it was them, too, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Because for me- a second, I was like, oh, if this is Archie, I'm going to be pissed. But it was such a great kind of uh, call-out. And I love those two together. To me, one of the things that
0: worked really nicely about this episode was it was a recentering in a way. Yeah. So it did bring in these moments that we haven't gotten a lot of all season, like Veronica and Betty actually being friends with each other. Yeah. Or the core four hanging out together. Or uh, we'll get to this at a moment, but an actual bughead moment where they tell you they love each other. Yeah. Uh, and same thing with Varchie. Just, like, bringing it back to the core values of the show and having this push-pull of them saying we just want to get back to normal. We want to get past this. But Riverdale always pulling them back in.
2: And in that way, like Penelope's right. Everyone's right. This town does keep pulling them back in. It's just that these people, these villains are the driving forces that are creating these problems that drag everyone down. Um, So yeah, Penelope just literally walks out of the dark. She's like, hey, real quick. uh, everyone's Betty and Veronica are both poisoned. It's slow acting. So hurry up and get out of here. Uh, Get to the end of the game as fast as you can, which I thought was funny. Um,
3: Classic uh, Princess Bride Right there uh, It's been pleasant Iocane powder Yep
2: Yeah uh, We uh, Archie takes a sec To sort out his drama With Veronica They're back together Yeah And he says None of us die tonight
0: uh, How'd you feel about that scene? Are you happy to see Veronica and Archie Back together? I think you know Where I stand
2: You're against It uh, I I'm dying for the show to give uh, Betty and Archie.
3: Uh, no, it will never happen.
2: Uh, I thought Jughead that, and I, Betty
3: are too strong.
2: I thought at the uh, I thought they were building toward it a little bit with the stuff they were giving with uh, Reggie and You're Veronica. To shit, that's what we do. No. <laughs> and uh, and they they didn't. I mean, I their relationship is destined, I think, for the drama of the show to always be on and off. Sure.
0: Uh, yeah I can see that I, I think that makes sense, but I liked seeing them back together. It was a bit of a weird move, and I felt slightly bad for Reggie in a weird yeah. way yeah that nothing happened that night that he made this bold pronouncement of love uh Veronica said yes absolutely I'll be with you kicked Archie out of there essentially no, and but then she was just like said, just Archie kidding
3: stay. just kidding Reggie no yeah that's the thing because as soon as she said no Archie, stay. I was like, oh, poor Reggie's getting fucked. There's no way. He didn't, though. No, that That's I didn't mean the, it. Get like what that. I mean? Yeah, but yeah,
2: you got it. Yeah, you yeah. get yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, everybody gets it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, quick sidebar we get here. Tony wakes up. Grandma Blossom's like, your friends are in trouble do you know anyone that she has a weapon that they might be able to use and help them out? And off she goes. Yes. I love Wait, the, you, you no, forgot no. to
0: mention my favorite reaction in the episode where Data Rose turns her and says, The wild hunt has <laughs> <just laughs> begun. Yeah. And Tony's She's, like, what? Yeah, <laughs> she was,
2: that whole scene is wild. And then Tony picks up a phone in the weirdest way. It was like a millennial had never seen a phone before. She's like, ah, bangs it into her
0: head. Yeah, That was super weird. She uh, also picked up, what was it, that avocado toast? And starts yeah. watching Friends on Netflix, yeah, and I was like, exactly. "All right, calm down, take like, Buzz. We food. know what you quiz, this is. buddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on! Wow, uh, Jug heads up next. Uh, he has to fight Chick, his worst
3: mortal enemy. Fight scene <laughs> ever. What?
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, it wasn't as good as the Archie one. I, to be honest, I don't know how much of a fighter Cole Sprouse is
3: necessarily.
2: Well, and I also thought like he. Uh, Jughead beats Chick pretty easily uh, in this. Um, Two
3: scrawny guys fighting. Uh, no thanks.
2: But also, I was like, we just saw an awesome fight. Good. Yeah.
3: Let's, we don't need to That's spend fine. time on this.
2: Exactly. Uh, and it was just crazy that the true hero of Riverdale would get beaten that easily.
3: Yeah. It almost seems like maybe he's not. I guess we'll never. I guess we'll never know. No, it was pretty clear that he's not. Yeah. Now, do you think at this point
0: that Jughead is the Gargoyle King? And that he's oh, trying oh <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just think instead of like I
2: agree. I think so. Instead I think of of <laughs> we're going to get another episode next week that they haven't told us about. Yeah, <laughs> but well. we're going to reveal the Jughead's a Gargoyle King and Betty and Archie. You're going
0: to get to <laughs> oh I'll, I'll be honest. When they said uh, a battle of kings, I was like. <laughs> I just think instead of and then, five wow. minutes later was like that was my stupidest take.
2: We're so <laughs> beholden to our theories <laughs> yes. and they're almost a hundred percent wrong.
3: No. <laughs> almost. I, uh, I just think instead of a crappy fight scene, it should have been Jughead just like punching the fuck out of chick and then moving on.
2: Well, that's almost what it was. Well, it went a little bit longer than that. It was a little <laughs> a bit more Chick awkward. she got a, a punch and you're like, "No."
3: Yeah. No. <laughs> Come on. Chick's Chick. arms
0: should have immediately yeah. fallen off. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh we get cuz there's sticks his sticks for arms. Sticks Yeah. For arms. He doesn't
0: actually have sticks for arms though. It yeah. seems like he does. Yeah.
2: yeah. Hmm. Uh so as the action's ramping up, the, f- the I will say
0: I'm glad they didn't kill Chick. I'm I'm excited oh. to see him back. Next We're going to see him. Again. No, yeah. Yeah.
3: no. You yes. think you're done with Chick? I want to be done with Chick. No, he is 100. So percent
0: They left him alive. He is a recurring villain on the show. I yeah. don't want to see Chick ever again.
2: Yeah. Honestly, the crazy part is we've added Chick to the show as a <laughs> fourth member. So <laughs> he's see the true, you guys later. he's also hey, the, it's
3: been a fun run. Guys. He's
2: also him. the true hero of Riverdale after
3: dark. Yeah.
0: Listen, listen, tedget If you ever want to come by and have a chat just let us know please join us Pete would Absolutely. love to <laughs> we speak Absolutely he would love it your, and uh, not get angry or crazy no, at all Totally yeah. fine with it Yeah um,
2: the uh, Archie and the gang decide they must break the chain and save Riverdale uh, we cut over and do we either Shoney Shopaz reunion the archers oh. are there oh. Yeah
0: that was Fantastic. great. I was looking forward, as we talked about last episode, Tony taking the bow, rescuing Cheryl from the yeah. farm. Yeah. Uh, but this is good too. I'm glad yeah. also that Cheryl immediately snapped into nope, we got to go rescue everybody, everybody ride up. Yeah. And we start to build up Cheryl with,
3: being Cheryl again. Yeah, yeah, that
0: epic confrontation that we've been talking about all season long. And that was one of the things where I was like,
2: Almost got that right. Yeah, we did. Like, the Game of Thrones vacation of Riverdale, I think, was, this was the scene that was as close to true uh, of that that yes. we talked about. I will say it is weird, though, because the farm and uh, and the Gargoyle King didn't actually cross over, I think we were sort of, the idea was there. Like, right. we had the idea of it's more interesting in Riverdale to keep the map separate and have all these crazy things coming together yeah. at the end
0: of the season. Like I, did. I will say, and this is, I think what they achieved was great and it was super fun, but I do think that the budget and the ambition didn't quite miss, mix there mm. because we only got a couple of gargoyles, but you heard a ton more in the background. Yeah. And then the ultimate fight between the serpents and the pretty poison and the gargoyles happened mostly off screen. Yeah. So I think... If they're, they are, as far as I know, they spent a ridiculous amount of time shooting this episode anyway, so I'm sure they could not have added more or more budget or anything like that. Yeah, uh, but it felt like it needed a little more fight in the woods. That's all. Interesting. Yeah.
3: I, I did think it was a, a little upsetting. How after they were told they were poisoned, they were casually walking through the woods. No, they weren't. Not in a hurry. Oh, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. First of all, Betty and Veronica clearly were fading over the course of that. Yeah, I think but that they weren't point, hurrying.
3: Right? They were walking through the woods at a because leisure Because Betty and, and Veronica talking. were
0: poisoned and could barely walk.
3: It was, it Archie
0: was, had just fought a bear man. Yeah, Jughead had fought the strongest yeah, man in Riverdale. A, they were
3: casually walking and talking. It was really upsetting. Yeah,
0: and then they get to the last challenge. And the last challenge, uh, Betty goes up, opens the box. It says one bullet. It has a gun in there. And, of course, Hal Cooper steps out and is oh, like,
1: fucking shoot me.
2: I dare you. <laughs> He's yeah. like, either kill me or I'll kill your friends. Which I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's crazy for a villain to be like, hey, I'm out of here. Kill me.
0: Yes. Kill me right now. But then Betty makes the right choice. She shoots his hand instead, blasts it to shit. Yeah. <laughs> knocking <laughs> the gut out of it. And then Penelope Blossom says, Oh well I don't care. And shoots Hal Cooper. And it also
2: says, Hey, great job, but now I'm going to kill you anyway. Yes. Which was pretty uh, wild. Yeah, that was uh, pretty
0: fucked up. They were um, in the woods.
2: The sun was well, coming wait, up. Let's
0: talk about Hal Cooper for a second. Okay. How do you feel? I mean, I, I think they played that moment very well. Yeah. And despite the fact that he's a crazed, evil serial killer, I felt sad for Benny. What? But how do you feel about Hal Cooper leaving the show? What's your take on that? Super
3: happy about it. <laughs>
2: Um I I agree with you. I did feel for Betty because she didn't want him to die and right. he was killed in front of her.
3: Yeah, but she need uh, he needed to die. He was an evil influence on Betty and she, you know she needs to be
2: She was reconnecting with him. She was like she sought out his advice for most of the season. Uh and despite the fact that he then ended up becoming the one of the main villains of this season. He was also under the thrall of Penelope. Like I, he was almost a victim uh, in some ways, where he like just didn't have his sense. Like so much of the so many of the characters. Like, are you going to be mad at Kevin because he was so fooled by the farm? Yeah. Okay.
0: Interesting. I I'm bummed to see him go. Lachlan Monroe, I think, did a great job. The series yeah. It yep. was so much fun to watch him Hannibal lecturing it up in the mm-hmm. prison and everything. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. To your point how they could have kept it going. Like, either yeah. than keeping him in prison and keeping him do that thing, he's not redeemable. He is yeah. a yeah. merciless serial killer at this point, even more so than he was in season two. Yeah. Um, so I, I get it. I get why it was time for him to go.
2: Yeah. Agreed.
0: So they yeah, end I mean, up running through the woods. The sun coming
2: c- up. I thought that was cool. And it nice did feel, shot. It was. Oh, yeah. It was a gorgeous great shot. Great shots. Yeah. And it felt like a very different show. Uh, like you're saying, like maybe more budget would have helped to make it more of an epic battle. Uh, we're also watching this at the same time Game of Thrones is on, where it's yes. just non-stop so, yeah, epic battle. So yeah, it's tough. We're a little uh, pretty poisoned by all their big budgets over nice. on HBO. Uh, so they're running, and then we find out that the Ascension... We cut out of that. The poison's charge. The gang wins. Uh, yeah. And uh,
0: even with the limited budget, even with most of the battle happening off screen, that whole thing with Cheryl commanding all the archers, them shooting so arrows cool. from off screen, everybody running at each other and charging while the core four hide behind a truck and just hug each other. Yeah. Great. So good. So well staged.
2: Uh, felt like the end of a, an epic movie. Uh, um, but then
0: they realize we yeah. get into
2: aftermath. So that was the sort of climax. And it's all about sort of picking up the pieces after this. Um, we find out that the Ascension happened and they left Kevin behind with oh, a bunch of shoes. Just- yeah. <laughs> Sitting
3: in a circle of shoes and shirts.
0: Poor Kev. Yeah. So that means Alice is gone with uh, Edgar and his daughter, wife, Evelyn. Uh, and also Fangs is gone. A uh, couple of questions there. Polly. Polly's gone right. I keep forgetting about her. A couple of questions there, first of all, what do you think happened to the farmies? Where did they go because it 's not anything supernatural, but it 's definitely weird. No, they happened. just got
3: in a fan and they a uh, van and they went down to Shoney 's or something they 're just at like a show di- passes
2: No, <laughs> they're at a
3: diner you know they 're just like at you know Applebee's uh, or something
2: It was weird because they made it seem supernatural, yes. the way they left it made it seem by kevin's i mean obviously Kevin. Hypnotized hundreds of times but at this point probably so it's hard to trust him, but it did definitely made it seem like they vanished out of their clothes right uh so it seems like maybe they fooled Kevin. We do learn later that they've done this that Edgar's done this in a number of towns, so yeah do you think it,
0: maybe they ascended to the second floor of the building yeah they're just up there yeah they're upstairs yeah. let's ascend the staircase uh maybe they're going to pop over to Greendale yeah it, it there's something weird going on I'm sure there's something that we don't know about this process that's happened. The second thing that I want to talk about, which we touched on a little bit earlier, is what happens with Kevin now?
2: Yeah. He needs to be fully deprogrammed.
0: Yes. I, I mean, I could see a world where we cut back in the season four premiere, and he's like, well, that was weird. Yeah. I'm fine. Except but for this
2: scar, and I can't yeah. drink a lot of uh, salt. Yeah, He's going na- to need a
0: kidney. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm full they of pee. Me, they called me the human <laughs> slug. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They they've really broken his character in a good way, but I don't know what he is next season. Yeah. I always want to see more of Kevin. I love Kevin. I think Kevin Casey Cott is great.
3: Maybe he'll start his own farm.
0: I mean,
2: maybe <laughs>
3: it, would, it could be.
0: Yeah, it's totally
2: possible. Uh, He's I, got the
3: clothes to do it. We talked,
2: <laughs> and that's the biggest expense. Yeah, uh, we talked about this a little bit last week about like, will we see more of the farm after this season? More of the Gargoyle King. And I think we're going to see more of the farm. Yeah. yeah. We're
0: done. We're done with the Gargoyle King at this point. Other than there's always the possibility, like the Black Hood, like Jason Blossom's murder, for it to kind of pop up here and there.
2: The game is still probably being played in the town. Right. So the...
0: The one thing that I'd say against that, though, is this very much, to me, felt like the end of the first volume of Riverdale, in a way, that these first three seasons wore that first book and it's right. done now right. and now first we're moving trilogy. on to whatever the next thing I is. I think
3: Kevin's gonna want to go after Fang, so he's gonna be yeah. like leading the charge to go find this uh farm. Yeah, I could see I could see a world where he isn't like I'm fine, but he
0: could say I spent the summer recentering myself, looking for Fangs. I couldn't find him anywhere. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, and he still has, feels very damaged by what went on, but maybe he's working with the characters that we'll be talking about in a second. Yeah. 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 Uh,
2: we to round up the bad guys. Penelope escapes. She's just out there. She's in the wind. Definitely going to see her again. Chick in jail. Going to see him again. Going to see him again. Hal yep. dead probably not going to see him again <laughs> <laughs> no uh we see that cheryl has dead jason at home
0: that was
3: fucked up yes. that was really fucked up yeah uh, i mean, first of all how, how do you explain she- that to tony you know what i mean yeah, like what's how- that smell
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know they like they figured out whatever was going on with the bunker and tall boy for a couple of weeks when he was dead dead body yep. in there so maybe True. she got some tips from jughead yeah,
2: yeah. maybe uh yeah, I don't know. This makes this puts Cheryl in a spot, sort of like we were just saying with Kevin, where she's uh, lost it a bit. If she's uh, yeah. Yeah. keeping this dead body, well, as cool. we
3: saw in the movie Seven, you know, a lot of those Christmas tree, uh, you know, ornament smelling uh, the things they they can cover up dead bodies really well. Yeah,
0: the,
2: oh, Christmas trees like you hang in a car. Yeah,
3: yeah. those little air fresheners. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now another detail that I'll, I'll mention from the interview that I did. Uh, this fucking guy. Uh, uh, Mr. aguirre Sakasa uh, mentioned that he doesn't feel like Cheryl is broken or anything like that, but yes. she was so connected to Jason, she made this move, and they're going to sort of figure it out later.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's cool too. I,
0: I Which don't I think it's interesting. Yeah. Like, it's a super creepy scene, it's super upsetting. I am um, curious to see how it plays out, but Maybe yeah. yeah, she, she just has another funeral for him and buries him. Yeah, maybe give some a proper burial this time.
2: No way. That body's going to stay in the Blossom Mansion.
0: Whatever. Whatever it is, Trevor Stimes is making that money. (laughs) Yeah, making that (laughs) dead body money. Yeah.
2: Yeah. uh, moving on, we have uh, Hermione is arrested and Hiram is in jail, running shit and somehow spending his time getting more. Oh jazzed. my god! That give guy. it a rest, no, Hiram.
0: Never. He's got to invest in a shirt factory. That's what I think he needs yeah, to go on. No, no way. Yeah.
2: Uh, and so
0: he's, he he plugs. He says, "Veronica, I'm coming for you. You have no idea of my plans, Miha. Um, I." I'm into the idea of seeing Hiram kingpinning it up from prison next season. I like the idea that he built this for-profit prison, ends up there, and he's fine. Uh,
2: Yes, and that does seem crazy. I want to see Hiram. I really liked how they let Hiram become unhinged at the end of the season, and I want to see him continue to be unhinged. Uh, He was so meticulous for the last two seasons that seeing him really losing it, sort of fucking up, but... To being this Eve bad force uh, against Veronica, I think is great.
3: Also, it was interesting that like he was in jail, got out, did a bunch of horrible things, and his big kind of like play was to make a for-profit jail. It seemed like he was just like, "All right, I'm going to get thrown in jail at some point. I better buy a jail, run it, so if that happens, I can get thrown in my own jail." That's smart.
2: Yeah. That's why we should buy a comic book jail. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a thing? Yeah. Can we do that? If you rob a comic book store, you get thrown in a comic book jail. Yeah. Everybody knows that.
0: All right. I'll be right back.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Mad Dog and Archie are sparring. They're going to run the Ale Royale together. Yes. And they're
0: going to turn it into a halfway house for needy youth. Again, with no budget or anything like that. Yep, not a lot. But I think they'll be fine. They're going to be fine. They'll be fine. The orphans will. Maybe they'll take in Ricky Desantis. Veronica will back them.
2: Maybe we'll just never see them again.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Archie. (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) you never know. Yeah, that's true.
0: It'd be a weird move if Archie just never showed up again. The show's called Riverdale,
2: not Archie. Yeah, I think we're going to let's meet some new characters that work at the um, waterworks.
0: <laughs> Waterworks. You've been playing a lot of Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, I, <know>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought of other let's stuff that let's are just in, go in to in the towns. Reading Railroad
3: and uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, like who's hanging out at free parking?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm great about. question.
2: Wow, free I parking. bet Archie
0: could make money for the halfway house if he kept passing Go. Yeah, oh, exactly.
2: Man. I mean, Jesus. that's not Here we go. that out of sorts with a plan Archie would actually come up with. <laughs> yeah, where is Go?
0: Yeah, I, got, I, I need two hundred dollars. <laughs> 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 and uh, so yeah, they're going to start a halfway house. I thought that was sweet and nice. Uh, I like that. I'm glad we're going to see hopefully more Mad Dog going forward. I think he's a fun character to have on board.
2: Yeah,
3: uh, and then uh, so
2: now we have to, we have two more things to talk about. Yeah, both. So, Pretty
3: wild.
0: Crazy.
2: Very crazy.
3: Crazy. Just when you think it couldn't get any crazier, Uh, there's a knock at the door. Knock
2: at the door. FBI looking for Betty. She's like, oh, you probably want to talk to um, the lodges. And he's like, no, no. Um, Another federal case that I've been working on in this town. (laughs) Uh, We find out that Alice Cooper has been working with the FBI.
3: What a reveal. Great reveal. What What a reveal. Wild. Absolutely wild. Also, Betty's face when she is getting this it the The acting was just unbelievable. Like, her just coming to grips with all of this. Yeah, my absolute favorite reaction is when he reveals his name and she just laughs at him. Yeah,
2: she's like, (laughs) Yeah, everyone's having a laugh in this scene. The FBI guy's sort of chuckling about, like, oh, yeah, it's crazy. She was working for the FBI.
0: Yeah, oh, the reason she was working for the FBI, uh, she was working pretty closely with me because I'm actually her son, Charles Smith. (laughs)
2: That's crazy. And then later, then Jughead's like, like, so, and he's like, Uh, yep, I'm your brother, too. And I'm like, (laughs) oh Yeah, that was
3: weird, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And Betty's just like, what is happening? But it was cool because she was like, do I know you? Yeah. Yeah. Now, for those who haven't spent a lot of time thinking
0: about the Smith-Cooper family, just to give a very quick explanation of this. So Alice Smith, a.k.a. Alice Cooper, back in the day, got pregnant with a baby from FP. Uh, She didn't want to have it with FP because he was back with the serpents, so she hooked up with Hal Cooper. Hal Cooper eventually found out about the baby, wanted her to get an abortion. She didn't. I believe, Uh, so I ended up at Sisters of Quiet Mercy, uh, had the baby there, gave it up for adoption, and this is where things get a little weird and murky, and I'm curious to see how they deal with the continuity of this next season. Yeah. Um, But Charles Smith, as far as we knew, grew up in the Sisters of Quiet Mercy until he was about 17. We saw a picture of him. He was a red-haired, curly-haired kid with green eyes, which this dude is not at all, (laughs) Uh, ran away, Got together with Chick Roomed with Chick for a while They were really good friends Until they fought And one day Chick killed Charles And that's where we left that The only other detail we know Is the lady who lived next door to them Said that Charles was the good kid And Chick was the bad kid Checks out So that's all we know But there's a lot of details That do not make sense With Charles Smith being an FBI agent
2: So do you think he's lying?
0: I don't think he is. So no, you think,
2: think that's real? I think I yeah, think that's despite a inconsistencies. Yeah, I think because they sp- could have cast someone who had red hair.
0: Right. I think there's some either they're never going to refer to it. Uh, which would be okay. very Riverdale. Uh-huh. Or uh, that picture, chick story, everything else is probably something else fake that was that going on. chick is made up. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. chick's an asshole. I mean, that's entirely possible as yeah. well. Uh, the, one, uh, the big piece of evidence that points to it, first of all, dude who plays him is a dude named Wyatt Nash, uh-huh. who uh, was originally on Survivor. He's also been on Dear White People and Glow and a couple of other shows. And he Gl- sometimes oh. plays a douche, but given his look and like his surfer boy good looks, he doesn't usually play an evil Dude. He usually plays like the nice but kind of dumb dude, Mm. is his uh, type. And also, Charles Smith in the comics was an FBI agent.
1: Right. So I
0: think that's pretty
1: straightforward. Yeah, it's pretty
0: consistent. So I think he legitimately is going to be that. Uh,
2: Yeah, I could definitely see that. And it will be interesting if he's like, hey, uh, Betty and Jughead, I I need help on a case. And that's some of the impetus that gets us into whatever goes next. I also think
0: think. Betty and Jughead are not as dumb as Archie when it comes to FBI agents, where Archie was like, you're an FBI agent? You want to meet in private places with nobody else and never tell anybody else about you? Audit. Yeah. Versus Betty and Jughead would immediately check about his credentials and try to find out about him and try to prove that it's true. Because I'm sure the first reaction (laughs) after that, yeah, well, the first reaction that they'd have after that is... I don't believe you. Yeah. I'm going to look into it. Yeah. But I do think when we pick up after the suburb, we'll see. Yes, they have looked into it. It is accurate. He is Charles Smith. Um, okay. So, so then we
2: get into the f- final, final crazy reveal. Um, there are the gang's at Pops oh. uh, getting it back together over a What a shanks. reveal. Very Ad fun. Pops. They're like, you believe all this crazy shit in our lives, having a laugh. Betty and Veronica have no parents
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> right now.
0: Nobody has any parents. There's yeah. FP and maybe Mary Andrews, and that's it.
2: Yeah. Well, Otherwise, in the story, Fred Andrews is there. It's just, sure. So that's, it, true. that's something that has to be. That's why it definitely, like, Veronica's parents are both going to be in jail. Betty's friend, one, she saw die. And uh, the other Alice one is vanished. upstairs somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. That is wild. And I think, I don't know what that means for the show, which has been often about the parents and the kids. Right.
0: The, the wildest thing about it is that all of their parents are God. They've been hunted through the woods. So they go to pops and they're like, Let's just have a great senior year. I yeah. mean,
2: it is uh, Archie vows to be done with the murders. Everyone's like, you know what? I agree with you. And uh, <laughs> this that,
0: was our choice previously. Yeah, exactly.
2: You know, I've been pro murder for so long, um, and then we hard cut out of that uh, from the toast to the uh, Archie, Betty, and Veronica burning their clothes spring with the tag, breaks. with the tag, spring break of their senior year, um, and they say we go our separate ways. That's the only way we won't get caught. And they burn Jughead's beanie.
3: Which is clothes? They say and it's they're covered in blood. They you blood. they're covered they in blood? They said they,
2: were covered, they had yeah. been covered in blood. And then they cut back in. And they're like, we're going to be friends forever. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was what I thought it was such a great way for them to end oh, the oh season with a crazy cliffhanger that we're going. I bet that is not even the end of the season. That's like the midpoint no, it's of not. the season. It yeah. is. Uh, again,
0: from the interview, they, yeah. they haven't. Hold on. They start writing the season on Monday, I believe. So they're very beginning stages. Yeah. But right now, they kind of know what's going to happen up to that point. That's going to happen about mid-season. And then they're going to follow on from there,
3: and we're going to see what happens. But, yeah, that's that's
2: wild. Wow. That's where they finally reveal that Jughead's a gurgle. Okay. <laughs> yes, Pete.
3: All right. So <laughs> you're forgetting one final huge reveal that I'm super excited. Smithers is back, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, Smithers. Veronica's like, Smithers is back. Yeah, yeah. Forget the Jughead might be dead.
2: Smithers, Smithers is, back. is back. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sweet. Uh, that is exciting. Yeah. The butler's back, baby. Yeah. She needs a guardian, I
0: guess. Well, I love that. Again, I love that. Like, it was a very how-to-get-away-with-murder move uh, yeah. to do the flash forward, and then eventually we're going to link up to that. But I, I love the idea that we have no idea what's going on there. It's clearly one of the most fucked-up things possible, and yeah. that's... We're heading there like you're going to we're going to live the entire at least half of the next season in dread of what is going on. This is
2: and they s- literally say we have to walk away and never see each other again. So I think are we going to get a couple episodes where the gang is just like to they total- never
0: say never see each other or never talk to each other. Never, never
2: talk, talk to each about- other. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I thought it says never no, talk to each it. other they, about they what they say happened. that
2: they're going their separate ways like as in like. They are not going to be a group of friends anymore. I that's the way I read it. Yeah. So are we going to get some episodes next season where it's just them totally separate? Wow, oh, no,
0: that's insane. Maybe do you have do you have a theory about what happened?
2: I mean, whatever we say right now is there's a zero percent <laughs> chance of it even yeah.
3: being close. Wait, Pete is good at this stuff. What's your yeah. theory, Pete? Okay, so my theory is basically they get talking into it, to the mics. Of the they get there. into it with a Hiram, right? I think that's and, probably true. Um, it's a big kind of uh, uh, scrum, and it's like Archie and Hiram and Jughead jumps in to save them, and um, somebody Jughead accidentally kills somebody, and so to cover up for Jughead, they have to burn all his clothes and act like none of them were there.
2: If that's true, fuck. Here's <laughs> what
0: I think. I okay. think... We've spent several seasons without Jughead eating snacks, right? And Towards the end of the season, he started eating a lot of snacks, even if they're generic brand spicy tortilla chips, which oh I've my taken a little stop bit of with an exception this. to. Stop with this. Well, hold on. But I think what's going to happen is he's going to start really getting into snacks over the course of the next season to the point where we get to the mid-season where he takes uh, 100 burgers like he does in the comics to the watering hole, starts eating them. like, Jughead, you got to stop. Jughead, you got to stop. And he just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until he explodes and they're like, well, that was gross. Let's never talk about this again.
2: Yeah. That's big. That's like, so Jughead dies.
0: Jughead dies because he eats too many burgers. That's a hell of a way to go, though.
2: What if uh, they finally dip into the zombie storyline of of the comic book? Uh, I don't After think they dark, go there. Or, huh? uh,
3: Afterlife? <laughs> Our podcast. After, yeah,
2: uh, yeah they dark. finally, yeah. Uh, Afterlife with Archie, the yeah. comic yeah. book. What thing. if
0: they finally start taping a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man.
2: laughs> what a, That truly would be the worst podcast
0: <laughs> for <laughs> us and
2: everyone. Uh, but no, the uh, Roberto Aguirre, Aguirre, uh, is sacaso was the writer of Afterlife with Archie, which sort of uh, launched part of the resurgence of Archie. Like, is yeah. there a chance they could do that I, in I this show. I don't think they
0: could do that on the show. I think uh, they've said previously that they would love to do a one-off event series with the Sabrina cast and the uh, Archie cast, uh, Archie cast uh, Riverdale cast, that is Afterlife with Archie. I think that would be the way to go with it, out of that country, be because awesome. then you could actually kill
3: people on it. Yeah. Did, when, when you were talking with them, were you like, is there any chance that you could slow this fucking show down because <laughs> no, it is so goddamn stressful. No, I, I can't not. take
0: another season of this shit. Uh, it definitely does stress me out. Oh but my I love God. it. I love how crazy it is. I too too have no idea. No. I was so happy when I was like, yes, they're all attacking. This is <laughs> the one thing that we predicted yeah. in 22 episodes this season. Fantastic. I can't believe That's it's great. 22 episodes. Uh,
2: a couple of things that we didn't really see much of. Uh, Gladys and Jellybean.
0: Uh, yep. Totally not gone. at all. But um, I, presumably Jellybean would be back next season.
2: Yes, and uh, maybe Gladys as well. Like I yeah. feel like she's definitely a plot thread so that is, yeah. is open. Where she was definitely up to no good. It felt like Jellybean was is was part of that. Uh, so Kira's FP uh, wasn't around much at the end of the season. We haven't seen what his deal is.
0: Yeah. Uh, I do feel like it was interesting that the whole parent Midnight Club thing kind of fell away. It was tied back in very nicely, and I understand why that happened. Um, But that was certainly a big
3: thing for the first half of the season.
1: Yeah. But I think that
3: that was smart because... Uh, you know, I think it's really important to keep the action on our main characters and not about their parents. I agree. I, I think it's fine to focus on the kids over the parents yeah. in this case. Yeah. And there was so
0: much that needed to be done in this episode.
2: Yeah, I agree oh with you though God. because it really felt like this season was about legacy mm-hmm. and it was thematically a little bit at the end with Penelope, but I expected
3: a lot more. It's such a, a- an amazing ending to the season. Yeah.
0: Yeah, crazy times. All right, uh, before we go... Two things. Uh, we are actually going to do one more episode of this show. We're going to ask you guys for your theories about season four, what you thought about season three. Yes. So we'll do a question and answer thing. We'll put a call out on our Twitter account about that. But last time, let's do it for the entire season. Who was the MVP of season three? Wow. Pete, I'm not going to go to you first because I know what you're going to say. Justin, yeah. who's your MVP? <laughs> I,
2: could almost, I wrote in an envelope what you are going to say, and uh, I'm going to open and read it after you finish okay. giving your answer. Um. I uh, I think I gotta uh, sort of pre agree with Pete and say Betty. Uh, this was a great uh, season for uh, her. Both the uh, the character and, uh, and the actor who plays her was were so so good, um, and she just did everything this season and still came out uh, on top.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll go now. I'm going to also say Betty for the same reasons that I agree with you. Everybody was great this season and everybody had standout moments. Um, I thought there were some absolutely fantastic Shoney moments. This is the first full season that we've had with it. I also think uh, it's been fantastic to see couples uh, like totally against you, but Buckhead staying steady all season long. That's virtually unheard of on teen shows. And that's, Awesome in and of itself Um, But Betty was the biggest part of the season There was so much focus on her They put Lily Reinhardt through her pieces Um, The storylines were crazy But she kept making them work I, I thought it was great
3: Pete, who are you going to say, Doctor Curdle Jr. or what are you thinking, Betty? All day, er, day. The woman is unstoppable. All right, anytime Betty does something, it is phenomenal. It's the right choice. All she does is the right thing every time. Even when you got to chloroform, your own mother. You know, you got it. You. She's doing the right thing. She chloroformed an FBI agent. She is going to jail. Nah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Wow. Triple Betty. A, what a season. triple
0: bats
3: Man. MVP
0: there we go guys thank you so much as mentioned we are going to be doing one more episode of this next week if you'd like to support the show patreon.com slash comic book club also we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York come on by we'll chat with you about Riverdale even though the season is over Pete what do you want to plug
3: front us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show follow us on
0: Twitter at comic book live and at Riverdale dark also on Instagram at Riverdale after you can check us out a comic book Clublive.com for this podcast and more. Also, subscribe on iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and many more. And we'll see you after dark at Chicks House, which
2: is where the parties <laughs> are. Oh my God. <laughs> after Party at Chicks.